A stu stu Studio D production. What it would be like the, to be dead. That is such a great movie. I the have to tell you. The only monologue that I know is that fucking spoken word poem at the end of that one Fall Out Boy song off of the album from oh the Cork Tree. <laughs> That's Do the only monologue I know. From day Do one I talked about getting out but not forgetting about all my worst fears are letting out. He said, why put a new address on the, on the same, same old loneliness? When breathing just passes the time until so we, we all, all just get old and die. die. And talking's just a waste of breath and living's just a waste of death and why, why put a new address on the same old loneliness? This is you and me and me and you until we have nothing left. That's the, the monologue, the one monologue that I know. Sit down, I want to tell you a story. A really weird and messed up story. With murdering ghosts and gobbly ghouls. It's all really fucked up, so don't you be fooled. It's effed up. everyone welcome to effed up family story time i'm salem i'm hannah <laughs> <laughs> hello we have ham here today and also we have Please jesse Bonjour. and bell hey i almost called you kelly nope not kelly <laughs> so um how's everyone doing good great good good pg Grandma told me the other day, because I went to lunch with her, that she was 38 when you were born, Belle. And I'm upset by that thought of being a grandmother at 38. Why? <laughs> well, you'll never be a grandmother at 38 because you're not a mother yet. So, yeah. Why is that a bad thing? No, it's just like wild. It's like, just scary. The, uh, imagining having a child, let alone a child that is of childbearing age by the time that I'm 38. I don't even plan on having a house Wild. by the time that I'm 38 at this point. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> with so the way shit's going. You can have kids without owning a house. I, I mean. know, but I don't want to. Well, Why would I want that? And technically, childbearing age really just starts whenever you start your period. So that could be a wide range of ages. Factual. Yeah. <laughs> but it is still, <laughs> still unusual <laughs> in this day and age to be a grandparent at such a young age. I'm I think 16. Even, I think the other thing I'm that maybe I think the other thing that maybe makes you feel like it's super young too though is that like in recent years people are having their kids later in life too versus like Having kids around 20 was pretty normal for people grandma and grandpa's age. And or yeah. even people well, my just, age. Yeah, and then I was going to say, even people our age, it was kind of yeah. like you get married and have kids like at, starting at, at 20. At a young age, you graduate high school and maybe go to college. But if you don't go to college, you get married and have kids. Or yeah. sometimes you do both. So, but now people aren't Disgusting. having kids till 35 even. Like, I don't care. It, I'm not judging people, but I'm just <laughs> saying that also to someone who is in that kind of generation. I'm wondering... If uh, the reason why so many people of mine in Hannah's generation like waited so long to get married is because we saw our parents get married so early and then and have all got horrible divorced. divorces <laughs> that traumatized Not all, all of, of us. And, but, you know, <laughs> that's a conversation that's been had on the Internet that I've seen. Fuck the internet. You know, for a lot of reasons. I just think it's funny. I mean, and I think like, I mean, fuck you know, having kids too. I mean, fuck it all. This yeah. world's just falling and apart. If you want to have kids, have kids. If yeah. you don't want to have, I mean, have kids, don't have kids. If that Because is... do what you want to do now yeah. because we probably won't have a chance exactly. to choose in 15 years. I feel it. <laughs> I I'm with mom. 
I'm hoping. But then my kids won't be able to take care of themselves. I'm doing okay. I'm not. <laughs> See, Evie's I'll be, I'll of the... I've been doing all right. Would you leave me money when you died? She was <laughs> money. I got money. money. Yeah, no fucking money. <laughs> oh, yes. We're going to do doodles So first, here. it started out, Hannah drew this and then said me. And then you were like, why is that you? And then Hannah goes... <laughs> Me, still me, also me, and then was like you, and then <laughs> drew me, like chasing Hannah. So I looked at Hannah and I whispered, and I was like, I'm the victim. And then <laughs> Hannah goes, This little one here, this guy, right? Hannah goes, me. I'm sure for our listeners, this is riveting. <laughs> me could never be you. And so I drew this one over here. I was like, Me because of you. <laughs> I feel like this needs to go on our social and then media. Hannah goes, me to you, ha ha ha. And so then I drew this. Rest in peace. Here lies Belle, believed to death by her meany sister. And then Hannah up here, right here lies Hannah, who LOL'd to death after bullying her sister. And then I drew a bunch of people dancing on Hannah's grave. And I was like, Belle's adoring fans dancing on your grave. That's great. And I'm not giving it. Hannah a chance to rebuttal. We're starting the story. No rebuts. Let's take a trip to France. To France. Okay. All right. So, so our story, um, it takes place in France. I didn't introduce Belle. Belle is the oh, one telling hello. the story. It's me. I'm telling the story. Yay. Forgive me because I'm very American and I don't know French. All right. So the river, I think it's Seine. The river Seine. The river Seine. 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 Great. Already off to a perfect start. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. The River Seine is the second longest river in France. It runs at 776 kilometers long, starts just north of Dijon, and ends at the English Channel, and it runs right through Paris. Throughout Dijon. history, the river Dijon. Sorry. Sorry. That's what we call James's brother. Dijon? Dijon. Because his middle name is John. Oh, I was Dijon. like, Dijon. Dijon. where do you get I, I didn't know that his middle name was John for a while, and so I just fully thought that they were just calling just, him like mustard. It was some weird backstory <laughs> that you just didn't know the history of. John. <sighs> All right. Well, throughout history, the River Seine has been a common ground for scattering ashes, um, dumping the victims of accidents and of various murders and of suicides. Okay, so I would. It's safe to say they would recommend not drinking from this Def, river. Don't drink in the water. <laughs> I would recommend even probably avoid swimming in it, even if you could. It's. I mean, it's Paris's. like a city river. I would recommend not swimming in any bodies of water that run through a major city. Except the plat. <laughs> oh, well, no, I was always a great place to swim. I used to um, swim in the plat. I would call so crazy? South Platte <laughs> River the Seine of Colorado. Yeah. Why do they, well, they a lot send of bodies their... pop up? Oh, okay. I was going to say, do they send their loved ones off to like James? Viking funerals? That's where you'll do Buddy's Viking funeral is on the Platte River. James told me a story of when Maybe. he first moved to Colorado. They moved like near where his dad lives now. So like pretty close to the South Platte. And he said that within like the first week of them living there, they found a body. Really? <laughs> yeah. Not surprised. Yeah. Um, well, between 1795 and 1801, there were a documented 410 bodies retrieved from the Seine. And that was only what was documented. How many years was that? It was like almost 100. But you think back then documents weren't that, that good. Yeah. 
But because of the overwhelming number of bodies that were being retrieved um, in 1804, a morgue was erected right in the island of the the Seine. Um, And two thirds of the corpses that the morgue handled were all just like pulled from the water or washed up ashore. Wow. Um, So after the morgue would retrieve a body, they would perform the necessary inspections and then they would prop the naked bodies up on slabs in the window in hopes that somebody would be able to identify one of the victims because they had no idea who these people were. Um, This viewing very quickly became a source of entertainment for the locals and it also became one of the city's top tourist attractions, even beating out the Eiffel Tower after it was completed in 1889. Really? People are fucked. People of all ages, children, they would come to visit what was dubbed the Window of Death. Hey guys, they just built this new tower that's like the biggest tower I've ever seen and it's super cool. Do you want to go see that or do you want to go see the dead people again? This happened for like a hundred years. The morgue was closed in 1907, so it was just open for just over a hundred years. But so for a hundred years or look at dead people, I think I'd pick the lazier one. They would sometimes put out (laughs) like more like salacious, like, you know, like bodies or like if they had like a child or like a mutilated body or something, they would leave it out for longer to like attract more people. Basically. That's kind of horrible. It was, yeah, pretty strange. And I mean, they're just trying to identify people. The morgue's not like making money off the people who go look at it. But they would, I mean, towards the end would like lean into it kind of and like want to bring the, the attraction. People nowadays are mad about a song that says pussy. Well, and it's so funny that people are so upset about the rise of like true crime podcasts and stuff. And like, you know, I know that like most of the podcasts that I listen to anyway, and I know that on this podcast, we try to be respectful of all the victims, but it's just, you know, funny that people argue like, why is everybody so obsessed with true crime now? It's like, everybody's been obsessed with this kind of stuff for all of eternity. Yeah. Since, humans have been able to conceptualize death we've been obsessed with death (laughs) yeah and fascinated with like horrible things yeah even back in in rome when they would i mean it was a excuse me a form of entertainment to go to the Colosseum and watch people like be murdered by animals or yeah fight to the death and shit yeah well in the late 1880s um the body of a young woman was pulled from the river saying and upon inspection, there was no evidence of violence found on the body, and the cause of death was deemed a suicide. Um, a pathologist at the morgue was so enamored with the girl's beauty and the serene expression on her face that he ordered a death mask to be made. Um, and so for clarification, a death mask is the likeness of a person's face that has been taken after death, often with like wax or plaster. And it's like molded from their features, and they like do it on the corpse. Um, it's been around for centuries, Mm -hmm. like a lot of cultures, um, like, you know, dating way far back have used like variations of like a death mask. But as far as like Western practices, it was used in the middle ages, primarily for sculptors to have reference to like nobles who have died. Okay. And then in in the 1880s, the death masks became, sorry, (laughs) in the 1880s, the death masks became, um, like valued as like just themselves, whereas like before they were just like a tool basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, when I went to the Museum of Death in LA, I saw JFK's death mask. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I just amended 
my funeral requests because I totally forgot about death masks. So now, <laughs> instead yeah, I of, want a death mask. Instead of making Evie cremate me and put me in an urn with giant googly eyes on it, the urn. I love that. <laughs> the urn should be shaped like my death mask. The urn, so my death mask should be an urn that my ashes are inside. That's beautiful. And then she can put googly eyes on the death mask if she still wants to, but. No, that I, is great. I've always like, joked with her, though. No, just an urn, but put googly eyes on it so it looks like I'm always watching you. <laughs> it would be like two-sided, so it would be like Janice, the two-headed, yeah. two-faced Can we make you smile whatever. on one side and then frown and make two <laughs> like theater masks? I was going to tell Kyle that he and I should go as a comedy and tragedy masks for Halloween this year to whatever Halloween party we go in. We both just dress up in all black all black and then if anybody asks us what we are for Halloween he'll make this creepy smile and I'm gonna go (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty good for my uh, (laughs) recital I have to make my own posters and since I'm doing all musical theater I wanted it to be James I want James to photoshop my face on the tragedy and comedy mask (laughs) and just have that be my poster (laughs) you have to make the faces though yeah yeah Yeah. yeah, of course (laughs) Um, okay, so this death mask was made of this random girl that they pulled from the river. And um, in the years after, so many people also became enamored with her beauty and the serene expression that she was giving that numerous copies were made of the mask. Um, it became a fashionable art fixture in the homes of Bohemian society throughout Paris. Um and like the whole like community became enamored with this girl. Um, and it's really interesting, not only the way that the fascination of just like the story took hold of the community, but how the mask was so widely replicated in a time when it wasn't easy to replicate art was also very fascinating. Um, photographs ended up being taken of the mask. And then from those negatives, people would just like recreate like from the image. Um, and what's really interesting about it is that the new casts that were molded often depicted details that would be washed away in the water and that the original mask would not have been able to capture. Um, but those details like ended up proving like the authenticity of these various masks that were like replicas of it. It's yeah. Really interesting. Huh? Yeah, and like I mentioned, the more closed in 1907, due to the increasing availability of photography, they were able to um, distribute, like, the unidentified victims that way, and they didn't have to just, like, display them, like, you know. Mm -hmm. And it was more respectful, and they were able to get it out to more people, and... um, That's good. Yeah, but that's where we'll take our break. Okay. And then we'll kind of go more into the impact that... Um, she was dubbed, I'm not even going to try to pronounce what she is called in France, but it's the unknown woman of the Seine. I just Googled Ooh. her, her, um, her death mask and she does have a very serene it's, look on yeah, her face. Yeah, it's really interesting, but. Huh, that's pretty cool. Some people have argued that it isn't the face of a woman, that it's not possible that a woman could have drowned and been so peaceful. Weird. But yeah. On that note. That's I cool. wonder if, if anyone Thanks. made like I, I'm surprised that there's not some like comparison to um Ophelia mm. from Hamlet. I've I actually read a couple of like articles and stuff that like refer to as like Ophelia of the oh, okay. Lake and yeah. 
I was like, that's the, river. that's the first yeah. thing I think of. Beautiful woman drowning? Yeah. yeah. Ophelia. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Classic. But. All right. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we're back. We're back. We're back. We're color matching. Jess is so engaged. floss. I wooed. All right. We have a nice break. It was a nice break. Um. Okay. Well. Before I jump back in, I do want to say, before I go into a little bit more about kind of the impact that this drowned girl had on like the art and you know that kind of thing um i'm willing to bet that even before hannah looked up a picture of what her death mask looks like you guys had all seen her face before oh willing to bet ten dollars from each of you pay up (laughs) okay i mean i'm not betting you i believe you yeah (laughs) damn it i was hoping to get thirty dollars out of that I don't have um, sorry. You know, you know we don't get paid to do this podcast. Yeah. No, I know. I was, you know, friendly competition between We'll go play some poker later. All right. You can win uh, all my money. Okay. What money? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the first literary text inspired by The Mask was written by a popular British author um whose name is Richard Le Galine, I think. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, the story is about a young poet who's named Anthony, and he lives in an isolated chalet with his wife Beatrice and his four-year-old daughter named Wonder. Um, in the story, Anthony finds the mask and learns that the sculptor who molded it had gone mad and drowned himself in the river. Um, Anthony becomes obsessed with the mask, giving her a name, uh, which help me pronounce this. Maybe just Silencio. Yeah. <laughs> Silencio. Silence, some form of yeah, silence. Yeah, it's some form of silence. silence. But he gives her a name, and he okay. speaks to her in full conversation. Um, his obsession with the mask turns, you know, he begins neglecting his family, and his daughter falls ill, and she dies. Um, his wife drowns herself shortly after. And um, I have a quote from the wow. book. Did she become ill because he neglected the family? Like, did they say, like, was it because he didn't take care of him and she was malnourished? I mean, or? it's, like, alluded to the fact that it's just, like, you know, his obsession. Well, at least in, in his mind, in Antony's mind, like his obsession is what, you know, like drove his child to illness, basically. Whether it's okay. like rational or not. Okay. It, so he blamed himself. He blames the mask. He blames for, the mask for it enchanting him, him. Because it made him crazy. That's what the mask is. Um, but here's a quote from the book. <laughs> Uh, yes, that's what as the mask he is. <laughs> It was a TikTok joke and <laughs> Belle got it. I didn't get it. No, I'm on TikTok so infrequently that I only catch a few TikTok jokes. And most of them are really niche and not very funny. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and um, the death mask. The death mask. Um, so after his wife drowns herself, um, he kind of compares her to the like girl of the mask. Um, And I have a quote, but how beautiful it must be wonderful to die like that. And then again, he said, she is strangely like Silencio. And then he walked up into the wood in a great serenity of mind. He had lost wonder, but she lived again in his songs. He had lost Beatrice, but he had her image. Did she not live forever in Silencio? 
So he went up into the wood, whistling softly to himself. But lo, when he opened his chalet door, there was a strange light in the room. The eyes of Silencio were wide open, and from her lips hung a dark moth with the face of death between his wings. Creepy. Yeah. <clears throat> that is interesting. It's, yeah, it's, there were like a lot of like literary texts from France, from Germany, one thing that I read, um, a German author had claimed that nearly a whole generation of girls in Germany had like based their looks off of this drowned girl. Really? Yeah, like at like one specific college, How she had like weird. remarked. That is um, really weird it, that she became such an iconic figure yeah. just because they made this death 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 mask of mm -hmm. her, and then there were like movies made of her, like all kinds of like people just like predicting like her past and it's interesting you know, yeah they were really bored back then <laughs> i mean they didn't have nobody's gonna do that shit now because they could just go play a video game um like i mentioned before the break the girl was eventually named the unknown woman of the same and many artists depicted her likeness in their works um and the most famous of these depictions is uh, arguably recessi ann the cpr doll <laughs> Really? Oh, yeah. that's interesting. In the 1950s, Norwegian toy maker Asmund Lerdal created the CPR dummy Recessi Ann. He had been interested in resuscitation since saving his two-year-old son from drowning. Um, he knew that he wanted to make the dummy out of a female like likeness because he even knew that the toxic masculinity of his time would prevent most men from performing mouth-to-mouth -mouth on a dummy that might represent their own gender. So he knew from the get-go that he wanted to make this dummy like a female likeness. They knew that well, men were would they, not feel comfortable. Were they not teaching women giving at the mouth time? to mouth? Well, whether they were teaching women or he not, just knew women he just would knew be okay that men it. would not be comfortable giving mouth to mouth of a dummy that looked like a man. And what's so sad is, <laughs> is that he was right. Well, that there was probably a lot of men that he included in that assumption that really would have preferred to have given mouth to mouth to a male but dummy, they to but pretend. they couldn't. Yeah. Admit it. Um, so he also believed that by creating a doll of lifelike size and lifelike appearance, that it would motivate the students to kind of learn the correct way to perform the resuscitation. Um, if they kind of felt like they were actually making an impact and like this like doll actually represented a person, then they would be more motivated to actually try to save their life kind of thing. Yeah. I was looking up. I wanted to see how similar they looked. So I looked up the death mask and recessi ann and then i found an ebay listing for an old recessi ann from like the 60s and there's a fucking picture on the ebay listing where it's just shoved inside of a suitcase and that's the most horrifying image <laughs> what is happening i that don't is know creepy. does it look like her though how close does it look yeah wow yeah yeah that's crazy um it was reported that uh, Laerdal was visiting family when he saw a replica of the mask that they had displayed in their home. And it was in that moment that he knew that he found the face for the CPR dummy. Um, on the company website, it reads, quote, because she has no name and remains an enigma, we can never reach her and taint her. We project our dreams onto her. It's all really fucking weird yeah, so, yeah. it all yeah. makes me really uncomfortable from the moment they pulled her out and the fucking guy at the morgue was like make me a death mask of this beautiful 16 year old child 
It's all fucking gross. Yeah, <laughs> from the very beginning, it's all really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's why, like, it's funny because listeners, you can't see since we aren't commenting a lot. But like every time Belle says something, we all just get this same kind of quizzical look on our face. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, what the fuck? So just imagine that every time. <laughs> Um, it said that because they made Recessian out of the likeness of the unknown woman of the saint, um, she is said to be the most kissed woman in the world. Ew. Yep. But like, you can't Ew. count. Mouth to mouth does not it's count not as kissing. kissing. <laughs> now, saving she, someone's fucking life. If that was the face of every blow up doll, then, then, then you yeah. could say that. But I don't know if it is. I, she has, maybe she hasn't gotten there yet. <laughs> Why are people aspiring to be a blow-up doll? <laughs> Why are people sexualizing a CPR uh, dummy? Because what did he say? Like we project our dreams on her. So yeah, I'm so your dream is to kiss an, an unconscious woman. Well, they pretend the like fuck? she's conscious. <laughs> no, if you're getting CPR, kissing. she's well, unconscious. No, <laughs> you're right. I was thinking sex doll. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, well, we will never truly know where this poor girl came from or how she ended up in the river. Don't um, even know her name. Like no, nobody knows anything. There are a lot of like, you know, fantastical theories. Like one fantastical theory is that she was a Hungarian music star who was in, in a salacious affair with a married Paris man. Uh, or <laughs> okay. you know, um, okay, yeah, like that sounds plausible. What evidence did they yeah, even have? Just, that, well, but like, what even sparked that story? I know. Like, what was there that they're like, oh, she's Hungarian? I don't what even think she I killed herself. Think, I think it was I think, an accident. I mean, it could have been an accident, but I mean, what I think is that, in case you guys haven't figured it out by now, that it's been just a bunch of gross old men. And rich people who have nothing better to do than to fantasize about this poor girl who probably was actually poor, like lowest class, like if the same kind of girl that if these elite people who have her face hung up in their fucking home saw her on the street begging for money, they wouldn't even look twice, which could be why if she killed herself, she probably fucking killed herself. Just like, you yeah. know, it's and it's just so... It, you got to wonder if her life was filled with that kind of misogynistic, yeah. you know, bullshit. Just like her death obviously has mm -hmm. been. And I don't think there's anything wrong with like with seeing like, something, somebody yeah. and being like, that is a beautiful person. And I don't think there was necessarily anything wrong about making the death Especially mask, since that was just, a common practice of the time. It's just yeah. so it wasn't like it was like that follows it all. Way, like it's one thing to be yeah. like, wow, this was a beautiful and the serene look and it made a beautiful so death sad. mask. So then it becomes art. And that is a little creepy. Thing, yeah, though. I think that it becoming art is weird. And I think that that is creepy. Hanging the mask of a deceased person in thing. your home. I think it's like fucking weird and should always be weird. Inspire the story <laughs> of like, like where mama? this girl came from, you know, like having it inspire these like works of literary art is one thing. But for people to actually have the physical likeness of her actual corpse yeah that's <laughs> hanging weird. in their homes is a little strange um and then just like the romanticism of of her yeah. story which more than likely was 
probably really tragic. Yeah. And well, and it was probably her... very mundane too, yeah. honestly. It was probably just like Sis a poor. sad little yeah. farm girl that whatever reason throws herself in the river. You know, well, I mean, people complain about certain things romanticizing like mental illness and romanticizing suicide nowadays. Like, oh yeah. That's the most romanticization that you can do of suicide is making art of someone who has killed themselves and like is that a word romanticization romanticization i don't know okay just I said it <laughs> i said it with it confidence now. <laughs> romanticizing but maybe i don't know romanticizations it's um, too late i said it it happened yes, it's a word now <laughs> romanticizations but yes you you're right i don't want to discount from the point you were trying to make yeah it also, I told Belle this during the break, it kind of reminds me of um, the woman who jumped off the Empire State Building in like the 50s, I believe, late 1940s, early 1950s. Um, and she was dubbed the quote unquote most beautiful suicide. I'm sure that like everyone yeah. has seen her picture at some point <laughs> or some kind of pop culture that alludes to the image that was taken of her. It's like her on a hood of a car. Okay. Her yeah. Feet, her ankles are like perfectly crossed. She has like a handkerchief in her hand that she's clutching. And I read somewhere that in her suicide note, she just asked, she was like, I just want people to stop looking at me. And then she became the, so yeah. widely distributed. And, and her, like her death yeah, was filled with people looking there at her. There are music videos like to this day that are being made that allude to that image. That is so sad. Yeah. I mean, she was gone. So hopefully it didn't affect her. You know, well, I really just... do think that when we die that we're like, oh, shit, now it all makes sense. Yeah. You know, like no, I get that. But it's just now, so frustrating. But... And I mean, I, like you said, like it probably doesn't matter to the people who have passed but as somebody who has to endure the aftermath on this earth still it's frustrating that women don't have any autonomy over their bodies in life or in death well, anyway it's just interesting and it's i don't know the conversation of of gender is interesting and and it's also just i just think it's funny i love stories personally as somebody who has always kind of been into the true crime and the unexplained and a little bit, you know, more like horror macabre kind of stuff. It's interesting to me to see. Well, and then having been made fun of my whole life for it as well. You know, yeah. it's interesting to see that like, oh, like, hey, this has happened forever. Yeah, this been yeah. we've been for... obsessed with this kind of stuff for all of time. <laughs> well, and especially... Like in instances where you are surrounded by death so frequently, mm -hmm. it becomes less like taboo like it is today. We're not constantly inundated with like inundated with death in our daily lives well, I think as opposed I to like in the middle are. ages when there were people like literally dead on the street next to you I mean you given all the time. like Facebook and stuff and, and like with the I, internet. That's different than like, having it experiencing it, it in your everyday life. And so and like people during World War II were very interested in true crime and like there were mm -hmm. a bunch of like comics or the equivalent to comics during World War II that were distributed in England that were just about death. And well, even you people were like, everyone is dying around fascination. us. There's a way that we need to explain this to ourselves. Yeah. So we talk about it. We read comics about it. We create art about death, surrounding death, just because that's all that our lives are right now. Even just thinking about one of the earliest, most prolific, like serial killers, like Jack the Ripper, you know, in a time when, unless you were elite, your lifespan was 30 years, maybe. And like, you know. <clears throat> That even at the time that it was happening was like 
front page everybody was talking about it and even to this day is one of the most talked about like true crime like stories you know like it's always and it always will permeate our culture whether people want it to or not like death is the natural progression of life <laughs> we're the always absolute going most to... unavoidable part of life yeah like... we're always going to have a fascination with death because none of us will escape it mm -hmm. it happens to everybody it it, it it's the great equalizer yeah. um and it, we can't avoid it you know and so and it's terrifying to a lot of us because mm -hmm. it's all it's so unknown and so of course it's going to be a subject that will you know come up again and again and again in literature and in history and, and in art, like in mythology yeah. and in all of that kind of artwork and all of that kind of stuff yeah so, well, that was good. Is that your story? That's my story. Nice. nice. Let's all make some death masks. <laughs> like, done. Let's all put it in all I did of have wills. to get a mask of my face done one time for a music or a music class, a makeup class. Oh, I remember I that. Did you hear? Okay. I had to have like a, uh, we did like plaster molds and then we did like actual like casts of like our whole head so that we could practice. Um, I think just like. You were practicing our prosthetics, own. weren't you? I think that's what it was, practicing prosthetics, because we had to mold the prosthetics to our face so that it fit us correct. Mm -hmm. So we made like a cast of our heads. But I basically had to sit there with like a like you know, like plaster over my head for like forty five minutes. I had like straws that mm -hmm. I was breathing well, out have of you with heard my about nose. Those, like <laughs> there have been people that have killed themselves trying at home to make those uh, masks for like art for art pieces or for makeup you know prosthetic practices and stuff like that the f don't put the fucking like don't read the directions all the way and don't mm -hmm. put the straws in and they'll suffocate to death oh yeah i'm fortunate that we were like in a classroom yeah. we had an instructor I mean, who I think had most done it people multiple know that, times but i've heard i've read yeah. stories so now that every time i see anyone doing that it terrifies me i don't yeah. know why but it was like you know i don't get claustrophobic about a lot of things, but having my face completely covered for 45 minutes made oh, me feel God. pretty claustrophobic. <laughs> my friend Tammy, I don't know if you girls remember Tammy. Yeah. Um, she's an artist mm -hmm. and she did that and she has it. I'll show it to you later on Facebook. She has like the whole process of when she did that. She made the plaster mold of her face and then she uses it for art pieces and stuff. That's and cool. so yeah. it's pretty cool. And I think she just did it because she wanted to, you yeah. know, just because I mean, it's it was kind a of cool a fun experience. Like, yeah, little little experience. And now somewhere, did you get rid of it? I had it here for a while. Mm. The cast of my head. I'd, I brought it here after I left CSU. Yeah, I'd, I remember it. You I'd, probably threw it away. No, I wouldn't have thrown that away. Is <laughs> it in the basement somewhere? So it's probably in a box in the basement. Because yeah. I don't have it. <laughs> I want it. Can I have it? Yeah, you can have it if you want it. <laughs> as long as you don't do any weird curses or anything to it. Shall we move on? Things that don't suck. Things that don't suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who wants to go first? I can go first. Okay. If you you've want. just been waiting to. Okay. I have been. <laughs> so do you guys want to guess what my thing that doesn't suck for this episode is? We know what it um, is. Yeah. I think it's liver. Uh, <laughs> I do um, like liver. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You don't know. Well, I'll I tell don't you. Know. It's just this dumb song that I wrote. That's all. Just a dumb. I wrote my very first drum part. I don't know what you would call it. Drum line, drum track. I don't know. But I've never written any kind you of drums before. Beat. I made a beat 
and it didn't I suck. I am proud of your beat. It I didn't think, suck. I it, think that you should play the song here so that our listeners can hear it. And if anything, you should at least play the beat because okay. you or did make a pretty good beat. We could ask him to send in recommendations for lyrics for the rest of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Send out why play the beat and then send us your raps to the beat or your songs to the beat. So and we'll play it. And the question is Live. the question that should be answered in your lyrics is why won't anyone listen to us? <laughs> so let us know. So let us know. Why, why doesn't you anybody think? want to listen to us? No one listens to us. <laughs> Um, I guess I could throw the song in there. Anyway, that's my thing that doesn't suck. It was just fun, and I was kind of proud of myself. So, even Yay. though it sucks, it's silly and it's stupid. But no. <laughs> All right, who wants to go next? I guess I can go next. Um, my thing that doesn't suck is that I transferred to a new store that's across the street from my apartment, so now Yay. I walk to work every day, and I closed my rings on my Apple Watch every day last week. So. Nice. Yay, all my steps in. Boo, because I miss working with you. Uh, I miss working with you too. I miss the store, but I my new store is like way less busy, and we don't have Uber Eats, so I am thankful. <gasps> I'm transferring there. <laughs> <laughs> then you can work together again. I am getting a pay cut though because of Aurora and not Denver. See, I knew it. This, we'll talk about this after. Well, but um, Jay did call me and let me know that if I talked to my new manager, she could leverage with the DM to try to keep my pay at what it is. Oh, okay. But I pretty much just like ex- like expected to be getting a pay cut yeah. and kind of factored it in. And I mean, like with our rent going up, I might mention it. But I mean, like Kyle and I can still. You might mention it. it as like <laughs> I was fully ready to take, like I understood there yeah. would probably be a pay cut but and I was ready to take the pay cut, up. but then my rent went up. So if there's and any if way there's I can stay way. at the same I'm not even pay looking that for I, a raise. Yeah, I just, just would like to not maintain my not same pay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who's going next? Uh, <laughs> I'll go. Oh. Oh. My thing that doesn't suck is, I don't know, I last minute got to go to a mammoth game, indoor lacrosse, and it was pretty fun. It was really loud, and I hope I don't offend anybody by saying this, but my description of indoor lacrosse is like redneck hockey. So just (laughs) picture what you will with that. (laughs) I feel like hockey is already redneck hockey. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) well george said that they bring in like this turf but it's like carpet squares Uh or something and he said like there was one point where one of the squares got like angled up and he kept thinking like somebody's gonna trip Uh over that and like totally eat it but he said it was still rough like that one guy got knocked out oh yeah there it's it is every bit as violent as hockey is probably more so now that they have been really like not cutting down, but what's the word in when you like cracking down? Thank you <laughs> <laughs> on fighting and stuff. But they so many times like they just shoved each other to the ground and oh my like God. and I'm like, is that not a penalty? <laughs> like, I want to go so, to a lacrosse game. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys, redneck hockey is awesome. Okay, <laughs> I like redneck hockey. Let's go. We should go. We should. Yeah, we, we should, should go. go. It. And it's noisy all the time this is another thing like you know most sports you go to when play is going they don't play songs or you know 
Oh no, there was not a second that there was not noise going on. Songs, <laughs> like whole game, like, and their announcers just like always That's... talking and like music, but they only ever play like the first 10 songs, seconds of every song. I wonder and if so they like, I don't decided, have a license. I was going to say, so I decided it was copyright. That might be it. So my thinking is that Belle would absolutely love it. And Hannah, maybe you shouldn't go. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah! No, you can go. That's fine. But it sounds like it'd be very loud constantly. And I could yes. see myself enjoying it for like the first half. And then after a while being like, I gotta go sit in the bathroom. Bring your place. I get overwhelmed like here sometimes at family gatherings because yeah. there's too many people and it's well, too loud. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do I'm the too. Opposite. I feel like I'm, I'm just... constantly understimulated and I need shit happening at it's... me at all times. Well, You're think... ADHD. <laughs> I think for me, I've always equated it to just there was always something going on in our house. Five people in that small little house. Yeah. Like it yeah. was never quiet. And so when I'm in a quiet place, it's weird and I don't it's like uncomfortable. it. It makes me anxious for I it to agree. be quiet. So yeah. being at like a game where it's loud and noisy and yelling, I'm like, yeah, this is great. I love it. <laughs> I like both. I like, yeah, I like too. both. Um, my thing that doesn't suck is that yesterday, James and I went to a birthday party for him because his birthday is next week. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. And yeah, we got cool. to hang out with our friends that we haven't seen in a while. Or at least I haven't seen in a while. James has seen them more recently. <laughs> I'm glad you guys had a good time. But it was fun. Yeah, was where nice. did you guys go? Uh, we just went to our friend's house. Because yeah. the friend who has the bar in his garage. Oh, cool. Yeah. Fun little, place like, to hang out. arcade built. He made pickle nice. shots for James in a giant jug. And then we <laughs> had like so many of them. <laughs> to at one point. That's why you're tired. That, but Well, okay. First of all. I think there is a curse on that house specifically for me because no matter how much I drink when I am there, I never get drunk. Like, not even tipsy. I don't understand. That's weird. It's really weird because I have <laughs> attempted to get drunk at their house before because I'm like, oh, look at all this free alcohol around me. <laughs> and so I'll have like seven drinks that I pour myself and give myself like doubles of. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I'm not drunk at all. Oh, that's weird. It's weird. But, like, last night, James has gotten drunk there before. And so last night he took, like, three pickle shots. And he turns to me and he just mouths, I think I'm buzzed. <laughs> I was like, like, yeah, I think you are. <laughs> you had three shots when normally you have a beer and you're a little buzzed. Like, <laughs> you hit it hard, it's man. Like he, it was like he was a little kid and for the first time got buzzed. <laughs> like, how old is hey, he turning? Hey, I he's think turning I'm 30. Yeah, this is the big this one. Is the big Fuck. Mm -hmm. And it's on the 8th, right? Yep. Shit, we got to do something for him this next weekend. I know. I'm down. I I have to pee, but then I will tell you all of this after the the podcast. Okay, okay. Goodbye, well, we should all friends. say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. That is the or end of our long. podcast. This is the end. This oh, is the end. end. If you want to find us, you know goodbye. where. I know we didn't. Oh, I'll plug. plug us. You can find us at FFS the podcast. We're on Instagram, <laughs> and you can find us on Facebook at F Up Family Storytime. E F F E D, F Up Family Storytime. We're going to post a picture right now about what Hannah is currently up to <laughs> as this is being recorded at this moment on those social like media Cyclops. platforms. We're also on Twitter, but we don't post there very much. Um, yeah. And you can email us, FFS, the podcast at Gmail.
gmail.com yeah, email us your lyrics for the song that email i probably us won't lyrics post for the song that we'll make sure that mom posts and also send us your spooky ghost stories and i'll read them in a spooky accent or a witchy accent a or my normal accent, accent. You can boston choose a accent. accent or an australian accent. accent or an english accent i've never heard that be called an southern. accent before <laughs> like spooky voice <laughs> <laughs> 